guys, welcome back to episode 46 of Talking with TK. I'm your host, Tristan Cannell. Great episode today. Back to the A-League feel. We're going to be hosting Western Sydney Wanderers goalkeeper, Vedran Zhenjenovic. Vedran's in outstanding form already this year for the Wanderers. Uh, he's transferred over last year from having a fair few seasons there at Sydney FC, but he's got a great story as well, a story of perseverance and courage. He didn't actually make it into the A-League professionally until he was in his mid-20s, and he's currently 30 years old, and he had, a, like I said, a mid-season switch last season, and he's doing very, very well at, at Western Sydney, so really pleased to get Veteran on the show. Before we get Veteran on the show, just a big shout out to everyone tuning in. So thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher, or if you haven't got access to either of those, you can log on to the website, www.talkingwithtk.com. It's all free to subscribe. If you can, please leave me a five-star review. Really helps me grow in the rankings. To do that, all you've got to do is just search Talking with TK on either iTunes, on your phone, or your desktop, or the podcast app. You should be able to find that pretty easy. If you can't find it, please get in touch. I'd love for you to share the episode if you love it. So please connect either with the guest or myself. And for me, I can be found at Twitter, at Talking with TK. That's also my my Facebook page. You can find me, my personal page is Tristan Cannell, which is K-apostrophe-N-E-L-L. Instagram is Tristan Nell. Or please send me an email at Tristan at TalkingWithTK.com. Any athletes from Australia, New Zealand, right around the world that you want to see on the show, more than happy to hear your guest requests. So please send them through. If you're into your football, well, we're going to have plenty of special guests coming up. We've got Socceroos, both Matt... Yerman and Bailey Wright making appearances over the next couple of weeks. But please check out the back catalogue of all the interesting guests we've had on. Like I said, if you're into your football, Brennan Sandalab and other Wanderers come on, Milos Ninchkovic, Adam Taggett, Paul Wade, and also a couple of Matildas in Kai Simon and Alana Kenny. So plenty of stories, plenty of updates. So please go back and check the back catalogue. Not just football, there's plenty of sports men and women across rugby league, union, Boxing, UFC, the list goes on. So please check it all out at www.talkingwithtk.com. All right, guys, let's get straight to it. I introduce Vedran Yenjenovic. All right, guys, my special guest is Western Sydney Wanderers goalkeeper, Vedran Yenjenovic, and he joins me on the line now. Vedran, how are you going, buddy? Good, mate. Good, mate. How are you? Doing really well, mate. Thank you for a few minutes of your time today. Really excited to get you on the show. My pleasure, mate. Let's start because obviously you got you guys got a huge game this weekend. You guys will be taking on Brisbane Raw on Saturday night. You're back at ANZ Stadium at five thirty on Saturday. Obviously, you just came out of training. You've had a huge day as well. Tell us a little bit about a prep for Brisbane, man. Yeah, I mean uh, we we go through. Um Every uh, every game is obviously a one-off game for us, and we we focus solely on 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 the game that's you know ahead. Um, and nothing different this week. Um, you know we know Brisbane's a, a top quality side. We know that um, uh, they got players to you know to to come down here and, and to get the job done. And obviously they want to look to get the job done. Um, you know they haven't been going really well. Um, haven't had a great start. 
so they want to they want to make up for that, and we know that. So we got to be aware of um, you know their their strengths and their weaknesses, obviously, so we can we can pounce on anything that they um, that they give us. Yeah, veteran is Chris Heard back? Uh, yeah, he should be back um, next couple of days. Yeah. Okay, and I guess that's probably a little bit too late for him to make a back his reappearance because it does seem you know ever since I think the last game he played was against Newcastle. And your form's been, as a team, a little bit off since he's been away. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, um, it's obviously um, you know a good thing for him that he had to go and um, you know see uh, see his newborn, which is obviously a, a beautiful thing. Um, and no one wants to miss that, so we all understand that as a team. And you know, we we yeah. backed him as well uh, when when he told us. So um, yeah, look, he brings a lot of uh, you know strength to the side. And yeah, like you said, we you know we we miss him. Uh, we miss all our players, you know. When you know, we're going to miss Robbie now as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, everyone counts. Everyone's everyone's capable of also doing the job. So, um, yeah, he, he definitely brings another dimension to us. So uh, we can't wait to have him back. Yeah, you mentioned Robbie being out. Is the just the obvious swap? Brennan Hamill coming straight into the team. Um, I'd assume so, but yeah, I, I'll, like we don't know until until the day of the game, anyway. So. Um, yeah, I mean, a straight swap would seem, um, you know, pretty reasonable. Yeah, and just having a look back at, you know, Adelaide, you guys did pretty well just to hang in there, particularly considering that Robbie was sent off so early in the game. In terms of the VAR, like, just from a supporter just watching games, it just does seem, you know, obviously long-term they probably do need it, but short-term there's still obviously some tweaks that needs adjusting. Having played your whole career without it, how unusual is it just to be brought in just out of the blue? Yeah, look, it's not... Um, for myself, it's not ideal. I mean, like you said, I haven't played without it for so long and then now all of a sudden, you know, we've got to get used to it. Um, it's a little bit disruptive. But, um, look, it is what it is. The game's evolving. Um, and, and I think as players, we just have to learn learn that, you know, it's going to be in the game no matter what. Um Tweaks, yeah, they can do with a little bit of tweaks, and you know, maybe speed up the process, or you know, do something something different. Um, I just think it's, it takes a while to to get a decision going and, and stuff like that. Like you've seen a few games this year already, uh, they've taken up to you know two and a half, three minutes for for a decision, and that you know that disrupts the play, disrupts you know concentration um, yeah. and the flow, especially if the team's got momentum. So. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, look, there's obviously there's uh, pros and cons to, to everything. Um, and like I said, as players, we just got to get used to the fact that it's going to stay around. Uh, well, it looks like it's going to stay around anyway. Um, but I'm sure with a bit of tweaks, as time goes on, um, you know, they'll get it to be a little bit faster. They'll make a decision quicker and, and, and whatnot. So um, I'm all for it as long as it, uh, it keeps the game flowing and you know, it doesn't disrupt too much of the play. Yeah, do you guys get frustrated because, you know, obviously a lot of it went against you, especially when you have a look at one of the Adelaide goals. There probably is a hint of offside there as well, and you guys are probably seeing it on the big screen. When that goes against you, especially after you've had a few decisions go, you know, not the greatest for the team, what's the reaction on the field between the boys? Yeah, look, obviously it's disheartening. It's um, It's frustrating. But um, as, as players, we, we we know that we need to get the job done. So the the calls with the refs, 
whether it's right or wrong. Um, we we as players, obviously, we're there to do one job. We're there to win a football game, uh, play our style of football, and 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 come away with the three points. Hopefully, um, obviously that wasn't the case for us, but um, yeah, I mean it's frustrating when when things don't go your way, especially when you have you know. Uh, video refs and you got all different sorts of angles and you've got you know slow mos and you know you can you can pretty much do whatever you want you can freeze it uh, and everything I mean so the ref the ref only has you know real time so um, I guess it's a yeah it's a little bit more frustrating than normal if a, if a ref just doesn't see something or you know and then you watch it back later after you played the game you th- oh you think oh you know yeah that was or whatever you know that's it's just the way the game is, but obviously now with the with the technology and stuff like that, it's even more frustrating when they don't get it right after looking at it so many times from so many different angles. So, um, yeah, like I said, with a bit of tweaks to, to the system, I'm sure it'll come good. But, um, yeah, yeah, frustrating to say the least. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure hopefully it will improve in time. Now, Veteran, just looking at, you know, obviously Joseph Gombau has been in in camp now for three weeks. Have you ever had an international coach you before? Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I was I, when I was with Sydney for a bit. I was um, um, butcher. I wasn't. I wasn't really. Yeah, I had him, but I wasn't really like a. I haven't signed my pro deal yet. I was just there, but so I got yeah, to okay. experience that as well. So, so um. Yeah, I mean it's, I mean it's really the same thing, uh, international or not. Um, it's the same, same. Everyone's got their own concepts. Everyone's got their own philosophies about football, and um, you know, and I think we're we're doing a great job of you know trying to trying to play that Yossi uh, wants us to play, and you know, everyone's everyone's on board, and and we're trying to get the best out of ourselves. Uh, we all know, obviously, the the turnaround's not not great for us. Um, yeah, having it happen at the start of the season and whatnot, and um, you know all the disruptions. But you know, I think the team's done well to stick together um, and, and to you know grind out results. You know, maybe we should have even you know won majority of the games that we drew anyway. So um, we uh, I don't think we ever went behind. We might have gone behind once or twice, but um, you know we did well to grind a result. Um, no matter, no matter who was in charge, Foxy did a great job. Um, credit to him as well. And yeah, just a, just a big credit to the boys, I think, for for you know stepping on board and and going with the flow now. So yeah, you know, I think in in the next couple of rounds, I think we'll we'll be uh, very good and yeah, just you know as a team, we'll be dangerous. Yeah, is it just you know you just did mention it? You've had a, a few changes. You know, obviously you started the season with Popper. Then Hayden did a great job taking over as well, and now you finally got probably some stability coming up ahead with Joseph, obviously the full-time coach for a long, long time to come. Now, you know, you did mention those five draws. You've only had one loss, really, but in terms of you know, you've been ahead a lot in the first half, and then given up leads into the second half. Have you guys spoken about maybe second half tactics, or maybe is it things? Is it a conditioning thing? Have you guys put something down on why? Uh, I, I don't, I, yeah, we should have turned you know more of the more of the uh, um, draws into you know Ws, but I think for us it was just um, you know the whole process was a little bit draining as well on the players. So 
Um, as for conditioning and stuff, I don't, you know, I think we're one of the fittest teams in the league. So yeah. for us, it's not a problem. Um, but I think just the uncertainty had uncertainty had some of the, you know, or even the whole squad, you know, um, you know, we just didn't know what was happening and stuff like that. So I think, you know, when we got ahead in games, you know, and then we sort of just let it slip, then, you know, I think it's just a chain reaction from everyone. But now, that, like you said, with the with the stability for, for you know, Hopefully, a long time now, you know, with Nosik um, there, and you know, once he implements his style of football, his philosophy, and you know, his his culture, um, I think for us it's going to be amazing, and for the players to come as well, you know, they can just jump straight into it. Uh, and they know, you know, what they're getting themselves into, and know what to expect, and what the coach expects as well. So, um, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. What about for yourself personally? Because I know that Selko Kalic was a, a big influence. Both back at Sydney FC, and then probably one of the reasons why you signed with the Wanderers to start with. With him leaving, who are you kind of relying on for advice now, man? Um, so I was always with um, with uh, Kalats and his assistant, which was uh, Davide. Davide has yeah. obviously stayed here with us now, and then you know he's got uh, he's got that role now. So um, for me, the the transition hasn't been hard at all. Um, we've been doing the same thing anyway. Um, with uh, with Spider or without Spider, so um, training's been for me unbelievable. Um, you know, I'm getting better and better week in week out. We're tweaking the sessions a little bit as well. So um, yeah, I had no dramas with that, and I always knew that um, that Davide that Davide had it in him to, to take the keepers and and to do well with us and to develop us into uh, what he thinks is uh, you know a good goalkeeper. So um, yeah, Davide did. He's done a great job so far, and I'm sure he's going to do a do a great job in the future as well. Yeah, veteran, you've got a fantastic story of perseverance. When you think that you know you were quite a talented junior, and you played in the Sydney FC youth system and things like that, but professionally, you didn't debut till like 24 or 25 years old, despite all the talent. And then, obviously, everything that happened with Sydney FC with two keepers, with Danny Vukovic and you switching over as well. Can you talk to us a little bit about? perseverance and what kept you going especially before you made it as a pro um i just think uh what kept me going was just people that didn't believe um in me and people who always said that you you won't get there or you can't get there it's too late to get there um things like that people like that so um just did they just drove me to um to actually keep going and despite, you know, injuries and despite, you know, setbacks and whatnot, um, just to hang in there and, and keep training and hard work always pays off and it always, you know, ends up winning. So um, it, it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. Um, yeah, even now, whatever, like people can say whatever they want, but yeah, it's just, I've got my own way and, and I'm, I like to think that I'm headstrong and that nothing can break me down mentally and I don't think anything has. Um, yet so um, I'm, I'm pretty good I you know back myself as well on things and um, but yeah just uh, it was the people that sort of didn't uh, believe and just said to me that no nah, you know just you know you've, you've had a big injury because I had a big injury for about two years um, and they said oh you know just just wrap it up and I said oh, I can't can't be done until until I uh, until I achieve the goal so um, here I am all these years later. That's a, it's a fantastic story, man. What about when, like last year, when you weren't playing 
at all at Sydney FC. When did the first opportunity arise that you knew that the Wanderers were interested in you? Um, I'm not too sure, to be honest with you. Um, it was sort of talking between two clubs. Um, yeah, it, it sort of happened really, really quickly. Um, when the opportunity did come, um, yeah, I just I said, yeah. I didn't even think about it. Um, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't happy. So when you're not happy, when you're not, you know, you're not at your best, so... Um, yeah, I just wasn't happy at, you know, where I was, um, within myself as well. So, I mean, you know, little things like that up, but, uh, yeah, like, like I said, the two clubs were, were in touch and it happened really, really quickly. So, um, yeah, I said, yeah, I would love to go there and obviously challenge myself at a new place, new surroundings, new people, players, um, fans. So... Yeah, um, yeah, you, I just you know, took, the le- took the leap. Yeah, you, you grew up in southwestern Sydney, right? Yeah, um, I grew up in Punchbowl, and then uh, yeah, we moved out to uh, Cecil Hills. Yeah, so it is kind of like a bit of a homecoming too, representing the people where you grew up from as well. That must make you feel pretty good. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, of course, like you, you walk around now and, you know, and people... Obviously, no, noticed you before, but now that you're on on their side, they uh, yeah. they like you a little bit more. So, um, <laughs> so it's you know it's good it's good to see you can put a you know smile on you know kids' faces and stuff when people see you out um, and and things like that. So it's it's rewarding. Yeah, veteran, you have a very interesting perspective on this because you've been on either side of the derby. In terms of the approach for a derby game, which will happen in a couple of weeks, is there any difference between the Sydney FC side and the Western Sydney Wanderers side? No, um, it, it's, pre, it's pretty much um, even across the board, I, I'd say. Um, I mean, essentially, as a team, you're just preparing for another match. Um, obviously, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a bigger bigger one than just a normal one, you know, but um, essentially it's just a match and, you know, we try to look at it as uh, just getting the three points um, and nothing else. I mean, if you if you build it up too fast and, you know, you, you just expect too much on the day, I guess, and then it all just goes to crap or it could go to crap. So yeah. we just, um, I think on both sides, ever since I've prepared for a derby, it's just been about the game itself. Um, you know, you look at the opposition, you know, their, their players, their strengths, their weaknesses, and you just go from there again. Um, but obviously, yeah, the, the fact that it is a derby and we are the rivals, um, the fans, you know, I think the fans is what makes it, um, you know, a little bit more interesting. Everyone rocks up and then, you know, for every shot on goal, for every goal, there's, you know, celebrations, there's whatnot. So um, it's a little bit more intense, yeah. I mean, you can't really... You can't really hear anything on the field, um, so the atmosphere is electric. It's it's that's what you want to play, you know, week in week out. Well, I wish those games were week in week out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, essentially we just prepare. We pre- we prepare just just as normal for for any other game. Yeah. It, in terms of you just mentioned the crowds and things like that, you know, despite everything that's happened at Sydney FC, is that the fixture that? you have a look at first when the, the draw comes out? No, nah, no, nah, not at all. Um, no. not, not at all. I just, I'll, I'll focus like everyone else. Um, you know, 
whatever we got next, whoever we got next. Um, and that's it. I mean, we all know the Derby's going to be somewhere in there, you know, but um, no, nah, not at all. For me, I I just played the, the game. That's it. Um, there's no emotions. There's no anything that um, is going to work me up or anything like that. So you just got to you got to remain calm and just, you know, just play yeah. out the game. Did you have a good laugh when that first game back, the Cove was chucking snakes at you? Yeah, it was a bit of a bit of banter and, you know, I uh, was expecting something. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a good laugh, good little laugh. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, you got to do what you got to do and that's it. I mean, I'm sure they understand. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey. Yeah, so... Yeah. Hey, veteran. Just turning away from the football field a little bit. I know that just on your Instagram, you 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 kind of always at Nutrition Station Vetherill Park. Is that yours? No, I wish it was. <laughs> I was oh, thinking weird. it was yours. Is that something that you've? Nah, there, Oh, uh, here and there, yeah. But um, no, look, they're great. Um, they're they're great. You, I, I just go there. It's close to home. Um, go there after training and, and, you know, grab a good feed, um, good food, good clean food. So it's what we want to be eating. Um, yeah, it's, it's good company around there as well. You have a laugh with a few of the people. Um, yeah, I've, it's, it's pretty good. I got, um, I get my meal preps from there as well. So, you know, when I'm not there, I've got, um, everything ready to go at home. So it makes life, life a lot easier. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a really cool place to be, and I'd recommend it for anyone. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, for sure, it's good food. Hey, I just saw that you were at UFC Sydney. Are you a huge UFC fan? Man? Yeah, I love it. I love the UFC. I love it. It's uh, I try to watch all the main events uh, when yep. when we're at home and um, and things like that. Even when we're away, I try to home you know at the hotel. Or whatever, I'm on the phone, I'm, I'm always watching the, the event. So, um, yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, who's your guy, man? Or girl? Uh, to, be, uh, to be fair, there's not there's not a person. Um, I just appreciate the sport, appreciate the, the work that the people put into it. Um, I, know, I know everyone, you know, most people don't, don't see that. Um, the lead-up to the fights and, and things like that. Um, you know, what it takes to be to be a champion and, and, you know, more so to hold the belt rather than just win it and then lose it. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't really have anyone. Um, Be nice to see Robbie and GSP. Oh, 100%. 100%. Whitaker out there, he needs to just get the title. Um, and to get rid of the interim title and just give him the, give him the title. So, um, I think he'd have it over GSP anyways. He's a beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, did did yeah, you see this so, thing on the weekend? Yeah, I did actually. I did. <laughs> Poor bloke. Like, oh, he's funny. He's funny. It's it's a big big yeah, after I mean, after. Exactly. Credit to him. He stepped up. He stepped up. Um, I didn't see anyone else putting up their hand. Um, yeah, after what three weeks? Three weeks after he he lost that other fight to GSP, he stepped into the ring again. So I mean, you know, all credit. You know, it's with him. Even though he lost, probably wasn't uh, you know how we had a plan. But it is what it is. It's it's that type of sport where you know one second, 
you know, that could, you know, win it for you or, you know, you could be sleeping. So, you know, like I said, I respect all the all the athletes there um, and I have a massive, massive respect for all of them, um, guys and girls, that they get in there and, and do what they do. It's not easy. Yeah, for, for sure. Do you guys do any any boxing training or anything like that at training? No, not really. No, not really. I'm just sort of just just football for us. Just strength and conditioning plus all your strength and conditioning and stuff. A little bit of a little bit of yeah, a little bit of gym and stuff like that. Um, but I would I wouldn't mind doing a, a little bit of a bit of boxing cardio or something like that. That'd be good. Mix <laughs> there it you up. go. Or maybe <laughs> a charity fight or something, veteran. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. There you go. Well, anyone that wants to fight get veteran, get in touch with me. <laughs> well, veteran, I really appreciate. I'm sure it's going. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be. A this is going to light up. If anyone wants people. to fight veteran, tweet both me and veteran, and we'll set the fight up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just asked for it there. I think we just asked for it. <laughs> well, veteran, I really appreciate you joining me on the show. Before I let you leave, everyone get following. Veteran on Twitter, he's V underscore Yanjanovic, and Instagram, it's V Yanjanovic, and I'll have that all on the website. Veteran, my man, like I said, all the best of luck for Brisbane. I hope you bring it home, and then obviously the derby next week is going to be a huge one. So best of luck, and all the best to you and the boys. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it, and it was a pleasure being on the show. And that, guys, was Veteran Yanjanovic. I hope you enjoyed that one with him. <laughs> If you want to get in touch, please add him on social media. He's pretty active on his Twitter and and his Instagram. If you really want to know who he wants to fight in this charity match, please tag us both in posts. You can find my Twitter at Talking with TK. He's V J A N J E T O V I C. Plenty happening in the A League this week. Just running over the games. Please go out there and support the boys. You know. The bigger the A-League and the W-League gets, I think the better our national teams will get, which will put our nation on the map in terms of football, which will be great to see. Friday night, it's an absolute blockbuster rematch of the FFA Cup final. We've got Adelaide United at home to Sydney FC. Another interesting game. Adelaide United were pretty pretty solid against the Wanderers last week. A little bit went their way. and always kind of does pan out that way at home. I was really impressed with Ryan Kiddo. I think he's in outstanding form. Scored a couple of goals against the Wanderers there. I think they might do the dirty on Sydney FC at home, and I think they might come away with a 1-0 win there. Second match on the sheet, we've got, as we spoke to Veteran about, we've got Western Sydney hosting Brisbane. Both teams have been a little bit disappointing over the last month. As we talked to Veteran about, Chris Hurd has been out. They have had a number of injuries. I think they will bounce back at home. I'm thinking... 2-0 or so. They are still adjusting to Gombau's new style. Robbie Conway being out, well, will put them a touch, but they've got some good replacements, especially with Brendan Hamill, so he'll start in his place, you would have to think. With a VAR controversy, I think they'll be up for a big game in front of a hopefully a solid home crowd and get a little bit of form before the big derby game next week. Brisbane playing pretty poorly at the moment. Some of their senior players... Just look out of steam. You know, the likes of Matt McKay, not playing as well as he had. He's so, such a consistent performer. There's a few other ones as well. And John Aloisi, you'd have to think, is under plenty of pressure. Third game on the sheet, you've got Newcastle Jets hosting Melbourne City. 
Newcastle Jets have been outstanding, and it's really on the back of both Andrew Vaboot and Dimitri Petrados. They're really standing up. They both played in that kind of 10-9 and nine role against Melbourne Victory last week. But across the park, the two at the back, Bogart and Topol Stanley, absolutely outstanding. You know, I thought they were going to be a surprise pack at the start of the year, and they're definitely, definitely living up to that tag. You know, for Melbourne City, it's going to be interesting. Luke Braddon looked really good in their last game. Unfortunately, they did go down to Perth 3-1. Will Timmy Cahill start the game? What were they going to do with Ross McCormack? Hopefully, Timmy does get a, a few more minutes under his belt heading into the World Cup. That's what he wants. So give him what he wants. But I think at home, I think Newcastle Jets at this stage, just a little bit too strong. I think 2-1 victory there to Newcastle Jets. Fourth game, Sunday afternoon, Phoenix, well, sorry, Wellington Phoenix will be hosting Melbourne Victory. Both, again, bottom of the ladder. Really surprising considering the stature of the players at Melbourne Victory. They're just a little bit off their game. International season didn't really help the guys at all. They'll be without Mark Milligan, who was sent off last week. There wasn't a hell of a lot in that red card, but it is what he is. He shouldn't have done what he did. So I think they, on the road, it's going to be an interesting game. Probably been a little bit disappointing in James Trevisi this year. In the, I know he's only played some limited games, but he hasn't really stepped up to the high achievements that he has over the last couple of years. So hopefully he'll bounce back to form. We'll see a couple of goals, hopefully, from Barisha. But at this stage, I think... Judging from both teams, Wellington got absolutely spanked at home against Central Coast last week, so they're probably a little bit embarrassed. So expect a bit of a bounce-back factor. So I'm looking at a one-all draw there. Final game, Central Coast Mariners versus Perth Glory, both in pretty good form. Perth still have a number of good players out when you think Adam Taggart and Diego Castro haven't been playing at all over the last three or four weeks. So expect them, if they can stay in touch with the top six and get their best boys back, I think they'll be well on their way to easily being that sort of top four. Huge win away from home last week, 3-1 at Melbourne's victory. It's going to be a great game. There's a big special going on at Central Coast. I think if you buy a adult, you get a whole family for free. And if you're a member, you can bring your whole family for free. Don't quote me. Go on their website. I know there is a big special, but support the guys. It's a great Sunday night game. That's going to be at 5 p.m. Really impressed with the young squad over at Central Coast, particularly Daniel De Silva. But then you've got you know some other guys that have kind of been bit players at other clubs, such as Andrew Poole and Connor Payne, that are doing very, very well in the yellow jersey. Paul Ocon is a great coach, and I think if he gets a couple more senior players in that team and established players, they could do a couple some really good things over the next couple of years. It's probably my match of the round when you think about the entertainment factor. I think he'll go, I'm going to tip a draw in this one, 2-2. So Central Coast 2, Perth Glory 2. Get out and support everyone at Central Coast Stadium. That kicks off at 5 p.m. All right, guys, next week on the show, we're going to be the long-form interview earlier in the week. We're going to be having former Wallabies and ACT Brumbies winger Clyde Rathbone on the show. Real interesting story. Obviously, Clyde... South African-born, representing Australia. His grandma's actually Australian, so came here in, I think, his very early 20s, and, you know, he was absolutely brilliant through the 2000s. Unfortunately, retired early. He's got a great story about his bounce back from that, but, you know, it's going to be a really good tale. So I do, do say please tune in for that one. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Socceroos, Flavor is going to be continuing. Matt Yerman and Bailey Wright 
should be on deck for next week. So I'm really excited to bring two of the starting three defensive players for Australia straight on the show. So that's going to be a great one. Josh Brolante should also be on the show from Sydney FC. All right, guys, if you loved the episode, please share it with your family and friends. Tag me on any posts on Twitter. You can find me at Talking with TK. Same on my Facebook page or Instagram. Please find me at Tristan Nell. If you want to get me, probably the quickest way is email Tristan at TalkingWithTK.com. Please send through any guest requests or any suggestions on the show. I would love to hear them. So, guys... Like I said, please tune in for next week. If you haven't yet, please subscribe via iTunes and leave me a five-star review. And, yeah, I think that's it for this week. I really enjoyed bringing you the chat with Vedran. And please get in touch for any other players across any code that you want to see featured on the show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Tristan Cannell, and this was Talking with TK.